0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Chavez, and I'm so excited you're here. Keep listening to hear from my diverse group of leaders sharing their insight on leadership, health, career opportunities, wellness, or personal development. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Okay, so the first question that I have for you is just to kind of tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so um, I guess I'll introduce my name. I'm Stephanie, and i um, I grew up in Houston. It was a pretty small-ish town, very much bubble, and so in high school, I didn't really have much community. Um, it was hard at times to make friends, and so a lot of times in high school, I just really um, prioritized, like, my outward success. I was a competitive cheerleader for 12 years, and so that was a super important part of my identity, and I um, I also was very, very into my academics. Um, I graduated top of my class, but I literally probably did homework 24 seven in high school, which I do regret. Um, But yeah, so I originally wanted to be a pharmacist for the longest time. And I didn't really have much plan um, until in uh, my freshman year, my mom got breast cancer. And so that's whenever we started to really kind of dive into nutrition, because she actually had it in my sixth grade year as well. But um, we, it came back just really unexpectedly. And so we were trying to kind of take the holistic approach. So I really got um, into nutrition. And that's whenever I started to shift my interests towards that and away from pharmacy, but I still really had no idea. Um I didn't know where I wanted to go to school, but I ended up applying one and done to UT eventually. Um, One weekend, my mom was like, let's just go to Austin. I was like, why? And she's like, to see UT. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't really want to, but I just fell in love with the school. And so, um, yeah, I applied to their nutrition program and um, I'm in the honors program as well. So I'm super excited to do lots of different research starting soon. Um, I'll get to take my first nutrition classes in the spring, finally. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then um, I guess we'll get into this more later, but senior year, I just really started to explore my faith. And now I have lots of different um, passions about kind of connecting nutrition and faith and just all of my background. Um, So yeah, that's a little bit about little little snippet of my background
0: that's super cool and you sound like such a cool person I think it's super awesome that we have like so many things in common um we're both nutrition majors of course you go to UT and I go to a and i A&M I'm wearing an orange shirt though today <laughs> I'm kind of wearing maroon <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy yeah I definitely couldn't wear this on campus because like I don't know we're like a and Aggies are like so against like UT <laughs> They're like horns down, like don't wear orange, like it's terrible. Are they like that? They're like about Aggies, or is this just like a one-sided thing?
1: No, (laughs) I think it's kind of just one-sided. Oh, good. That's
0: so funny. Everyone always
1: jokes about that because we're like, we don't know why A and M cares about us so much because we don't really care about (laughs) them. We're more like OU. um, Oh, that's rivals, but yeah, no, it's funny. (laughs) I'm like, I really don't have any problem with A and (laughs) M. So I funny. wanted to actually go there for a while, but yeah, well, we would have
0: loved to have you here, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I funny. I was just curious about that because I'm like, what, like, why do we like, not like them so much? I don't know. I don't personally have any problem with UT, but um, that's funny. So I guess we kind of got into like why you chose your major. I think that's super like inspiring that you like chose to do it uh, because of your mom, um, and what she was struggling with um, that's definitely like super powerful I know that you'll like touch so many people with that um, but kind of like moving in to your like academics like at UT and like all that you had going on your first semester like how was it like your overall now that's done like how was your first semester?
1: Yeah so I loved it so much oh my gosh I was really like I didn't really think much about it in the summer but come August, I was so nervous about moving in. Um, And honestly, just I was ready to find a community because like I said, I didn't really have one in high school. Um, I had a few good friends, but um, I was definitely lacking like a good faith community. And so that was like my number one prayer going into college. Um, And obviously just like the anxiety of how are the academics going to be. But Overall, I'm super thankful because my high school definitely prepared me very, very well. Um, I ended up with a 4.0, and so all my classes went really well, and I've gotten into um, some of the research programs that I went to starting in the spring, so that was exciting. Um, And then I am part of a, it's a non-Panhellenic non-denominational Christian sorority, which is called Sigma Phi Lambda, and so that's been a huge blessing. I've met lots of different friends from all walks of life and just different stages of their faith background, um, which has been helpful. I'm also part of a group called Christian Students on Campus, which has taught me a ton about just um, the daily practices of prayer, and um, just I'm doing like a Bible reading schedule with them, which is something that I'd never really done before college. Um, And so, yeah, I just have grown so, so much in my faith and finally found those group of friends who really just support me. Um, And yeah, so that was super exciting. And I thought I was going to get homesick, but I really didn't get homesick at all. Obviously, I like missed my family, but coming back home, I'm like, man, I already miss Austin. (laughs) Um, But I um, live in an apartment. So I didn't do the dorm lifestyle because UT doesn't require I don't think a does either, but they don't require dorms the first year. And so I actually live alone, too, um, in a little studio apartment. And so that was another thing I was really nervous about because I love my independence and I'm somewhat introverted to where I like need my alone time. Um, but my mom over Thanksgiving, she was like, I would have sworn you would have been like begging for a roommate by now. And I'm like. Nope, not once. <laughs> so that's been also really, really exciting. Oh my gosh, well,
0: I'm so happy to hear that, that your first semester went so well. Uh, that's cool. So you said, you mentioned earlier that you like haven't taken any nutrition classes yet. So I was like wondering like what your course load, I guess, for your first semester look like.
1: Yeah, so I was in um, biology two, just like intro biology um, and then just intro to chem one And then I was in um, statistics and then personalized health research. And then I also took this class called Women in Entrepreneurship, which I'm actually minoring in entrepreneurship now because of it. Um, It was through Kendra Scott and it was at her headquarters. So she was like a co-professor of it. And it was so, so cool. Um, I applied to it just like I was scrolling on Instagram one day in the spring of my senior year. And it was like last day to apply. So I just randomly applied, just my answers were not very good. And I somehow got in, Um, I was the only freshman in the class. Everyone was juniors and seniors and most of them were business majors. And so that was a little intimidating because I'm just a freshman that's just a nutrition major, but I grew so much and it was really cool just having um, like being paired in groups with lots of different majors because you could all kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And it really challenged me to think differently um, about entrepreneurship because I've always been somewhat entrepreneurial like even from whenever I was in elementary school I would always like every weekend be doing lemonade stands or making jewelry or trying to paint people's nails and then all the way through high school I'd had like this little swim lesson business and so um, and then obviously I have my Instagram now and so that was just really cool to see different perspectives on that and to have just an empowering community. So I did decide to minor in that now. Um, but yeah, so I took that class. And then going into the spring, I'll be doing, they have a program called the Freshman Research Initiative um, that you can apply to at UT. So I'll be doing that as a lab. Um, and then I'll be doing chemistry too. And then. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm eating. And oh, and then I'll be in nutrition lab and lecture and then um, nutrition management. And I think that's it.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> super cool. That for me, well, like we already, our AM, like already had, um, like we have like nutrition classes in our first semester. I I took chemistry. I had two nutrition classes, one was just, it was based off like four essays. Like I had to write like four essays throughout the year. And like, that was like your grade. And then I had another one. It was kind of more like that. She just like brought in like speakers um, about different people, like in the career nutrition careers that they like came and talked um, and then I took psychology. I really love psychology. That was like one of my favorite classes. Um, I'm trying to think what else I didn't take a math class. I'm taking that next semester. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to, I applied for some research programs at a and Um, mm-hmm. I know I didn't get into one, but I have another one that I applied to hopefully I got into that one. Um, so I'm super excited to kind of get into that side of it as well, mm-hmm. but it's super mm-hmm. cool to like hear what like different schools like what classes they like require like for nutrition there so
1: yeah I have a friend also that's a freshman um, nutrition major at A&M oh, really? and um, I, we were kind of comparing schedules this summer before we went and I was like why is it so different it's kind of <laughs> cool to see um, but I feel like in the end it all works out to be pretty much the same but it's just set up so differently which is kind of cool
0: Yeah, for sure. So do you want to be a
1: registered dietitian? Or like, what do you want to do with your nutrition degree? So it's a great question. Um, So like I said, my mom had cancer twice. And so I became really interested in kind of I watched some dietitians work with her. And then um, my grandma was a volunteer at Memorial Hermann. And so I kind of spoke with some dietitians there as well. And she led me through all the different avenues of like, how you can be a registered dietitian, whether that's private practice or in the hospitals, inpatient, outpatient, pediatrics, oncology—like there's so many. And I was like, whoa. Um, so I definitely do think I want to be a dietitian, but I also have a background with an eating disorder too. Um, my it was kind of my freshman year whenever um, I got interested in nutrition with my mom's cancer. I was doing so much just like research and um, reading on my own that I became very obsessed with healthy eating. And I kind of just lost all that balance. And it was just a super hard time in my family as well. And so I took food as the control in my life. Um, and so yeah, I uh, then was diagnosed with anorexia, no nervosa. And so um, I struggled with that for about two years. Um, and finally, weight recovered junior year and kind of mentally recovered senior year from that. Um, and so I also am really interested in working with that. However, I just don't know if I want to work with it. Like personally, part of me wants to do more of like, um, research in the background of like psychology with eating disorders, um, and kind of do more like write books on that, combining my faith with like how I overcame it plus my research findings, and then like clinically do, um dietetic work with cancer patients um i don't know we'll see but um like i I mentioned earlier i'm in the honors program for nutrition and so um ut also has this program called the integrated program um, for dietetics and so you can do that in five years with your masters and your internship But if I did that, I would have had to drop the honors program and I wouldn't have had as many opportunities to do like a thesis um, for my research. And so what my advisor and I decided to do was kind of I'm somewhat double majoring between dietetics and advanced nutritional sciences to where I'm incorporating both like prereq courses that way at the end of the four years. Um, I'm hoping I'll have a little bit better of idea on whether I want to pursue a master's and do the internship on my own for dietetics or whether I want to go to grad school for research. Um, But long story short, my ultimate dream would be to kind of do both research and um, dietitian. Yeah, that's super cool.
0: Very, very interesting. And kind of similar to like what I want to do. I want to be a registered dietitian, um, mm-hmm. but I also struggled with an eating disorder. Um, so kind of looking for ways to like incorporate that into it. I think that doing it like through research is like a great idea and something mm-hmm. that I might even consider. Uh, but yeah, that's super cool. Do you think that you'll like stay at UT? Like if you get like a master's degree or do you think you'll like go to like a different school or something?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I know UT does, um, they have like an online master's program, which I guess if I started to work um, in some field while I was working on that, that could be nice. But also I know there's plenty of other universities that um, have different programs for that. And I know a lot of times it's good to kind of switch universities to have different labs and different staff that you're working with. And so... I guess we'll just see where it takes me. (laughs) I've always kind of had Duke in my mind which is so random. I've never been there. Um, I actually wanted to go tour my junior year I believe it was but that's kind of when COVID hit and so um, my mom's like we can still go see it but I was like well like I don't know if I'd actually go that far (laughs) so we didn't look but I was like by that time you know maybe um I also think the Carolinas would be so pretty to live in. I've never been there either, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I I was just curious cuz I know like I don't I don't know. For me, I don't, I mean I think I would want to go to AM for a master's degree, but I don't know yet. still looking to mm-hmm. options. So I was just wondering like kind of what you were thinking, but we still have a long time to think about it we're only freshmen so (laughs) um but just moving on to the next question um what would you say is like your biggest piece of health slash wellness advice um that you have like for the listeners
1: yeah so I heard this quote a while back and it was like we could all exercise and eat the exact same but our bodies would still look different and so that was like super eye-opening for me especially coming from such a um background with eating disorders and body comparison um, because it is so true. Like it doesn't matter if you eat the exact same, like all of our bodies are going to look different. And so really just listening to your body is my biggest health and wellness advice, which I think is so hard um, nowadays because diets are literally just fed into us all the time. And um, like I said, body comparison is so prevalent, especially with social media presence and Um, yeah, so that would be my biggest piece of advice. And especially like, I don't know when this podcast is going out, but going into the new years, I know a lot of people's new year's resolutions that you'll see all over social media and on the news and on the radio is just always like, what's the new diet of the year. And so I know I fell into that, like all throughout like eighth, ninth, 10th grade, which definitely was a vicious cycle for me. Um, but It just truly is like health is not defined by what you look like um, or what you're eating, but really just how balanced your lifestyle is. And I think it's just as important to eat a brownie as it is a salad. Um, And that definitely took me so, so long to figure out for myself.
0: Yeah, that's such great advice and something that I had to learn in high school as well and that's something that I'm still learning because um, I think like a lot of people are like scared to listen to their bodies because they like don't trust themselves like around food. They don't like know exactly what their body needs, but it's definitely like it's a long process they have to like go through with like intuitive eating and just like knowing like what your body needs. And I like how you mentioned like eating like a brownie is like just as important as eating a salad in some instances um just because like I don't you can't be like scared of food which is something that I like struggled with for a while so mm-hmm. just knowing like this good bad, like I heard someone like describe it as like there's no like good and bad foods like everything is just like food and you like choose what you eat obviously some are like more nutritious than others but it's not good to like label that like as good and bad because then you'll like attach like being like a good person or like like with like food which is just like weird um but yeah,
1: yeah. I'll just I like to just view it as energy um, rather than good or bad foods too, which once again takes so long to reframe. And I think, you know, there are nutrition's definitely becoming um, more popular. I think in the healthcare field now. But I know, like growing up, there's doctors that put so much emphasis on like BMI and stuff, and they're not actually taking in like your lifestyle as a whole and so I think just the whole holistic approach is really what matters and as long as you're moving your body in a way that feels good you don't have to be a marathon runner and you don't have to have a salad and chicken and vegetables every day like I think it's just really easy to um, get caught up in that idea when that's not always the truth and especially when there's so much misinformation out there on the internet today and of course social media
0: (laughs) Yes, I completely agree. Um, And then just moving on to the next question. It's so when did your relationship with Jesus begin? Like kind of how like you got into faith? Like what did that look like?
1: Yes. So um, like I said, freshman and sophomore year was a really tough year when I was struggling with my mom's cancer and that my parents got divorced that year. My brother moved to college and I was struggling with my eating disorder. And so I was just, trying everything I could to get some type of, um, outward acceptance and satisfaction, but I ultimately just ended up isolating myself and kind of lost all my friends at that point. Um, and I was just like ultimate rock bottom. And, um, so I kind of always grew up in the Catholic church, but it was very much like church and, or like Christmas Eve, Eve and Easter type of, growing up. And so I never really had a relationship with Jesus and he felt very distant. Um, and I never like all the prayers that I had prayed were just kind of ones that I had memorized in the church and not, um, ever just prayed myself. And so, um, junior year when everything kind of started to settle down, I was still just like, not happy at all. I had no idea, why? Because um, everything with my family had kind of started to slow down. My mom was free from cancer again. I was weight restored. So I was just like, why am I still not happy? Um, I also had refound friends. And so um, I had three really good friends and they kind of brought me into their Bible study, which at that time was virtual because COVID. Um, But that's whenever I really started to learn um, even just how to use the Bible before that I had no, like you could see a verse reference, like, Matthew 25, 13, but I was like, okay, how do I find that in the Bible? I had no idea. And I also was just so convinced that because I didn't grow up, which with such a church history, like it'd be impossible for me to ever learn and understand it completely. Um, and so I did that all through junior year, and so come senior year, um, I kind of had the option on whether I wanted to go in person or virtual. And so I actually picked virtual for the entire senior year. And um, I mean, I did have the self-discipline to do the schoolwork. And so that was definitely a factor. But I ultimately just wanted to prioritize myself that year because I knew that I had worked so hard to get out of the vicious cycle of comparison. And I didn't want that to happen again senior year. And um, I also wanted to be able to prioritize my morning time with Jesus rather than having to wake up and sit in school traffic and be in class by 725. Um, so that was actually super helpful. Um, but still, I was just kind of doing devotionals in the morning and so lots of verses were out of context and I'd, I would sometimes read verses and be like, okay, that was good. And I enjoyed it whenever I was reading it, but it didn't really experience, or um, like affect me in the day um, and what I was doing. And I also, I wanted to read like in the Bible by myself, like we had done in Bible studies, but I had no idea where to begin. I was like, okay, I'll just open a chapter and read it. Like, I don't know. Um, and so um, I had mentioned earlier, but coming into college, I was like, my biggest prayer was just to find um, just a, a community with strong faith. And so my orientation, which is also online this year, I had met Christian students on campus and, They just kept reaching out uh, to me all throughout the summer and we ultimately did a summer Bible study um, once again through Zoom, but they just really taught me how um, to like really just pray back the words that you're reading and how to find different things in the Bible and like literally how you just say, okay, I want to read Luke and you just go chapter by chapter, verse by verse, book by book through the Bible. And so, um, I went to their retreat early in um, the semester and there I just learned the importance of like really seeking the word in the morning. And um, I was baptized there um September 11th, which is an odd day, but I guess easy to remember. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I, my experience with the Lord has just been so different. It's, no longer like a routinely thing that I'm trying to force myself to do in the morning, but it's really just an experience to me. And my prayers look different all the time. And I've learned that um, one of the best things that I heard this semester, and it's probably cause I like it cause I'm a nutrition major, but um, they were like so many people pray in the morning or they pray at night and that's whenever they read the word. But um, if you, like Christ is our nourishment and he's the living water and who is the ultimate like fueler of our day. And so likewise, how we don't just sit down and eat breakfast in the morning and then not eat at all the rest of the day until the next morning, we should um, treat the word like um, our food. And so like we sit down for three meals a day, at least, and we have snacks throughout the day and we drink water throughout the day. And similarly, we should do that with the Lord, whether that looks like just talking with a friend about him or calling on his name or Um, opening the word or just saying short little prayers through our day, listening to podcasts or music, like there's so many ways to continually fill you with the Lord um, throughout your day. That has definitely been a game changer for me and something that I've really Yeah, that's super
0: awesome. I love how you like were very practical, like with that, like how like it's very important, like, yes, you can like read your Bible in the morning, uh, but I have even struggled with like, not like necessarily like, like I just read it and then I like will like forget about it during the day because things get so busy. So it's very important just to have like, like, spend time with them throughout the day, like, praying continually, like, listening to podcasts, like, filling your mind with, like, good things, um, that are from God, um, so, yeah, definitely, and then the next question that I have for you is, so, what does, like, your, your daily time, I guess you can go into, like, your morning time, um, look like, um, like, whenever you're reading the word, like, whenever you're praying, like, what does that look like in a day?
1: Yeah, so I'm doing a Bible reading schedule, we started um, in the New Testament, and then in the Old Testament as well, and so I believe with the schedule, it gets you through the New Testament in a year, and then the Old Testament in two years, and so in college, I could, um, I'll have read through the New Testament four times, and the Old Testament twice, which is super cool, Um, and so it's just A chapter from each every day. So, right now I'm in um, Leviticus and Luke. And so I read both of those. And then um, I usually journal in the mornings. Sometimes I'll pray or journal, which is like writing your prayer down. Um, And the other times I'll just pray it out loud, which has also been um, helpful to me is to pray out loud because a lot of times I used to just kind of say it in my head and it's so easy for my mind to just wander. and the first thing I do in the morning, I always turn on my Jesus jams. I love listening to those. Um, and it also just keeps me awake and gets me out of bed rather than just immediately scrolling on social media. Cause I also think it's so important um, what you're f- like first feeding your mind in the morning is kind of a trajectory of how your day is going to go. And so I um, definitely like to start with that. And then um, I usually... Well, when I'm at school, I usually have like either a Bible study or a prayer meeting with Phylam or um, uh, Christian students on campus or home meetings, which is also something I do um, with Christian students on campus. It's just some like older members, usually alumni, and they invite us into their home and they'll just cook us dinner and we'll kind of read a passage and talk about our weeks and sing hymns. So that's been super sweet. Um, and something that I've never done before. So I usually have um, one of those like every day. And then um, also, like I said, just, you know, when I'm at the gym, I like to listen to different sermons. Um, When I'm in the car, I'll listen to podcasts. And then something that I've recently gotten into, um, they're apologetics books, which I had never really understood what that was or even heard it. So basically, they're like books, it's kind of like the science of the Bible. So it's especially helpful if you're trying to share the gospel um, because it comes from the perspective of like, of sharing it to unbelievers almost. And so right now I'm reading mere Christianity um, by CS Lewis. And that has definitely been a challenge. It's very wordy, but it is super cool to just like see, and it's just a constant prover of like why God is real. So I'm doing that. And um, a friend and I in the spring are going to start up, a apologetics book club slash Bible study, which I'm super excited for. And I think that's going to be the first book. But then also with my church, I'm reading Garden City. And that's kind of over like work and rest. And it's very biblically based. And we're also doing Zooms over the break to kind of keep fellowshipping. And so, yeah, I definitely want to um, continue reading more in the spring. I'm always very good about that on breaks. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep reading and then come like the semester, I'm like, I'm already reading so much. And by the time I go to bed, that's like the last thing I want to do is keep reading. But it really is eye opening whenever you read different perspectives.
0: Yeah, that's super awesome. I love that you're like so like intentional with all of that, like um, even like meeting with people over the break. That's something that's super cool. Um, I wish that like I wish my school did that. I'm sure they do. I need to look into more ways. (laughs) They do that. Uh, but yeah, that's super awesome. So thank you for giving us a little bit of insight into that. Um, the next question is have you ever received like criticism from others about like your passions? Whether that be like nutrition, your faith, like your social media accounts, um, and how have you handled this if you this is something like you've struggled with?
1: Yeah, so I was thinking about this, and I definitely know that I've had criticism, but I can't really think of like very distinct moments. Um, I also think a lot of times the criticism is within my own head. So I know like before I started my Instagram and YouTube channel, I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm just doing this for popularity or I'm just like following the bandwagon because that's what everyone does now. Um, So I really like stopped myself from doing that a long time. Um, But I ultimately realized that I had been creating videos for so long and I was like, it's what i love to do and that's like my creative outlet and i was like so who cares what people think um so that has been the side of like social media um and then for like nutrition most people are very supportive of it um however i've have had a few people be like oh well is that even a demand now like usually people in my family they're like are you going to get a job of it out of college and i'm like it is a very high demand um, And so that's kind of been frustrating at times, but I just remind myself that like there is a need for it. And, um, I do have like a unique portion to share with my background of nutrition. Um, and so, yeah. And then with my faith, um, people are generally very supportive of it. Like I said, my family is not really believers. And so it's definitely been, tough being home um, over the break. And so that's why it's been so important for me to like call and catch up with my friends from college and the people who are discipling me. But um, like this summer, for instance, I want to go to, uh, it's a camp called Calais. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's like an eight week intensive discipleship program. And so um, I've kind of brought it up to my parents a few times, but it does make me a little bit nervous because I know a lot of times your summer is seen as like when you're supposed to be working and saving a lot of money and when you're supposed to be like getting internships for your resume. And while that's like always what I've prioritized in my life is like, how full can I make my resume? How much money can I save? I've ultimately learned that like money and um, work does not satisfy me. And so I really want my summer to have meaning this year. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue following what my heart tells me and what the Lord wants for me. Yeah,
0: that's super awesome. And I hope that you get to go to that camp. That sounds like a super great thing. And I've definitely like experienced like having or trying to like fill my resume and thinking, like, that that's going to fulfill me, like, in high school, like, that was always, like, a big thing for me. And then it's crazy, because when you come to college, like, it all starts over. So, they like, you have to start mm-hmm. new. And, like, you realize that all that stuff, like, didn't really matter as much as you thought it did. It's just absolutely crazy.
1: Uh, but yeah. So yeah, it's- I've definitely been doing applications for different things recently. And it asks for your resume, but it's, like, college only. And I was like, oh, well okay what do I have
0: (laughs) yeah I've done the same thing so yeah building your resume is important but it's definitely not something to place your worth in it's just not worth it it's just not (laughs) Um, (laughs) but the last question that I have for you is what's your biggest piece of college advice I know we've only been through like one semester but I'm sure that you still have some advice for anyone listening
1: yeah so I would say honestly just like knowing who you are and what you value because i think um like coming into college if you don't have just like strong boundaries and um values it's really really hard to get pulled in so many different directions um usually for the worst but you just never know (laughs) um there's just lots of brokenness that you'll see on college campuses that it's really easy to fall down the trap of um But I believe that like, if you do know who you are and what you value and what you're looking for, um, and you just constantly are in prayer for that, that you really can have such a beautiful college experience. Um, I also saw this quote one time that was like, until Jesus is enough, nothing else will be. So if you're going to college, um, like just trying to find a group of friends or trying to go to as many parties as possible like you're just not gonna be satisfied and i've met so many people who um did try and take that route and they've realized that like it's not worth it and you know it's only temporary satisfaction um so yeah that would be that i did lots of different um i found lots of youtube videos like there's so many out there but just about setting boundaries and um even coming home like it's super important um now to have boundaries for myself um especially that my family are not believers um because at times you just have to put yourself first and sounds selfish but if you're not putting yourself first like you can't pour from an empty cup and i've really realized that too um, when just trying to, um, fellowship with other friends in college is that like, if you're not seeking the word on your own first, then, um, you're ultimately just going to be empty and your friendships will be very dry, but, um, yeah, I don't even know if that made sense, but (laughs) it did. Yes, I agree. Just
0: college is very, I feel like freshman year or like first semester, or like the beginning is super hard because everyone's just like, I don't know, like they're joining all the stuff. They're going to all these things. And like us Christians, like you kind of have to like sort through that and decide like what's most beneficial. Um, So I would say that's mm-hmm. definitely like a huge struggle in college, but I'm glad that like you, it's like, I have people like accountability, like I have my twin
1: sister, I have like my friends. So that's mm-hmm.
0: also super important going into college.
1: Yeah. And I know a lot of people say it, but I think it's important to have like you know, be in a club that's involved with your major and then be in a club that's like spiritual and then also just a club that's like for fun. And so like for me, for Philam, I mean, obviously it's a Christian group, but that's just a group to like have lots of fun. We do tailgates and, um, you know, big littles and um, just different like active and new member dates. And so that's really cool just to like meet people and get out in the city and do things. And then Christian students on campus has definitely been my like more spiritual group where it's just extremely faith-based and helping me grow and disciple. And then I'm also part of Texas nutrition, which um, is a nutrition club that is where you like volunteer in the food banks. And they have lots of different guest speakers come in and different workshops. And so that has been super cool too, to just have friends that are, are in your major. Um, Cause I think it's really important to surround yourself by all different people as well. Um and so, yeah. Yeah, that's super
0: awesome. And I agree. It's good to have like different organizations serve different purposes. Completely agree. I'm still looking for some organizations to join, but yeah. So even if it takes a while, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's actually the last question that I had for you. Uh, but again, thank you so much for being on. And I think it's super cool that we have so much in common, even though we go to different colleges. Um, And I will definitely like put your links, like social media links, uh, like in the description and stuff. um, So people can go follow you because you put out some great content.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad we got to talk. Like I said. Whenever I met with Allison, um, we were just talking and she's like, you need to meet this girl. Her name's Bailey. And I was like, okay. Um, And so I just like immediately followed you and we were like still sitting at lunch and you followed me back and I was like, look, oh my gosh. Um, And yeah, we were just talking about how cool it is that like, we all have similar passions and how it's really cool to just talk with people who do have those um, and just kind of bounce ideas off each other too. But I have been wanting to go to AM to visit some friends that I have from high school. So if I make it there this semester, I will let you know. And hopefully we yes. can meet up. <laughs> yes, we definitely should. That would be
0: so fun. I would love that. I will not wear orange. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you
1: might be confronted if you did that. <laughs> but... I was, I was joking because I know that um, we play basketball there. And I have a friend who's on the UT Cheer team and she's like, it was terrifying. And I was like, yeah i would literally be scared for my safety if i wore any ut colors on that (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) they're so intense it's so funny thank you for tuning in to the live learn love podcast make sure to follow the instagram podcast page at live learn love podcast to get updates about episodes and learn more about the guests Also, make sure to visit the website linked down below to learn more about me and the podcast, as well as leave a review or suggestion. See y'all in the next episode. Keep aspiring growth.